Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Shanti, the time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate, but even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul the original, eternal, imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion. 
nationality, or even a language. Ask yourself, how do you feel at this moment? you think of. The Supreme Soul would think of you. And you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free, peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. At this time, Hello everyone, welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Letting Go from Off the Grid into the Heart, available everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I hope you're doing exceptionally well and you had a lovely holiday time with family on Thanksgiving Day and you were able to send a good wish across the room to someone in the space. And so whether you were by yourself for Thanksgiving or with that someone special or with a whole room filled with people, just, I hope that you would just captured, that you were able to just capture a pause and your ability to just send that person across the room, your purest feelings for their lives to be of benefit. I find it to be one of the most purest and most valuable forms of expression that we could possibly have. And the person doesn't know what you're doing, but you know what you're doing, and God definitely knows what you're doing. So to keep sending them those pure feelings and good wishes, it won't go to waste. I hope today finds you in a good spirit and you're taking good care of yourself and you're making waves by being your authentic self. A lot of times we hear this idea of being authentic. I think what we're trying to communicate is, I don't want to do things because you want me to do it. I want to do things because the divine is signaling me that I should do it. Because even if I come out with my authentic self, and it's an influence from past memories or future expectations, I'm still not me. It's a version of me, but I'm still not me completely. So it's like I have to create a completely clear slate and then begin to write on that. This is who I am. First, I'm a soul, pure, powerful, loving. Second, I come from the divine. I can feel it. I have the ability to be abundantly as open and generous and loving as I can be. 
And thirdly, I'm going to pay attention to the choices that I make. A lot of times we make choices because of something from the past. We're still afraid. We're still not being ourselves. We're still uncertain about how we are and how we are supposed to receive love from folks. And we realize that maybe that's on me. Maybe I need to learn what it means to be in that connection with love for myself and for Source. And to be able to keep remembering the the good times and the good moments and the things that have always mattered the most to me. Like what matters the most to me? And no matter what it takes to continue to thrive towards sustaining that. And situations will always change. We're always changing. Uh, Relationships will go through their ups and downs and their ins and outs. But you'll always make a wave when you can bring truth and love and peace and purity into your choices. Our guest today, Emma Sykes, joins us from Manchester, England. She's an actress, poet, and lover of creativity. Emma left high school at the age of 17, and rather than enrolling in a university, she decided to follow her own creative path. She loves to express her vision of the world through poetry, which I had a beautiful opportunity of receiving when she attended the America Meditating Retreat Number 6 in Peace Village, and her poetry just moves you. So she does express her vision of the world through poetry and through her performances. But this began at Double Edge Theatre in Manchester, where she studied and learned a lot. Emma's recent performance with the National Youth Theatre highlighted every reason why the arts are so important to her, but also to our world. Her passion for cooking and baking also took a unique turn and became plant-based. And when she's not performing or writing, she loves creating new dishes and adding new twists to old recipes. Her new book entitled Making Waves is what we're going to talk about. And today we welcome Emma Sykes to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Emma. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Are you remembering our time together in New York? I am. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I'll ever forget it. It was was so, (laughs) so special, honestly, meeting everyone and just having that time was, it was amazing, listening Mm -hmm. to everyone that that was there. I was, to be honest, I was was quite overwhelmed, really, and Mm -hmm. it it took quite a while for everything to, to sink in that had happened. I was just, I think both me and my mum, we found it extremely powerful um, mm. being surrounded by everyone. Well, your contribution was priceless, and I'm sure you felt that by everyone's response to you, especially when I called you out to come and read one of your poems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think it was it was so it was so wonderful to to be able to share it like I did because I found. I found over the past two two years, I've obviously written, I've written Making Waves, I've I've published it with Sacred Stories, and they've been amazing. But actually, sharing it has been the most mm-hmm. difficult thing for me. And I, and I mean, oh, I think wow. a lot of creative people do find that. But um, but having people who I can read it to, and I know really understand where yes, it's coming yes. from. That yes, was, that I was think, a whole um, new. 
level. I think at the last night when you came up, Sister Judy was like, say, can I buy a copy of the book? And was giving you money. I was just like, oh, my gosh. She loves the book that much. She loved it that much. So let's get into our conversation together even further because it was funny when you and I first met. I think it might have been the first day or the second day, and I ended up talking with you about my love for the arts of recent that's been coming up and you were telling me about the acting and what it's been done and the work that you had done and even the practice of silence. And I was oh, yeah. so moved by that. So could we talk a little bit about your training at the Double Edge Theater and what you actually grew into as a result of training from them? So so the training was very interesting. It was, to be honest, when I, when I went, I had no idea what I was going to be doing. It was, all I knew was that it was a physical theatre in America and I was interested in that, that style. Um, but when I got there, it was, we started out and we trained completely silent. And we did that for, I would say, the first month we were trained three times a day, two hours at a time, and it was just in silence. And one of the leaders a member of the ensemble that are permanently at the theatre would come in and we would just follow them. And for me, that was, it was an incredible experience because it gave me a sense of freedom, I think, to just be myself in the room without having to, I suppose, my ego couldn't take over thinking, oh, you know, what are you going to say now? And you're going to be judged for for what you say and um all of that was removed and you just had to be in the present moment at the, at that time and you had to be with the group and it was powerful the interactions that were made and the i suppose the collaboration of it all um the movement was a huge part of uh I don't know it was it was it was just a very it's hard Did, for me to describe almost. Yeah, I can understand. Like, was there, when you practice, especially the silent portion, did you find yeah. yourself really realizing something more about you at a deeper level? Yeah, I think so. I think I think with the writing, that came more so because after each training session, we were encouraged to document what we'd, what we'd experienced and so mm. the reflection period probably was more I could see where my insecurities were, I could see what I was fearful of, and I could recognize why. Um, and I think because when we were actually doing the training, it was so physically exhausting, and it pushed you physically to the limit all of the time, mm. that mm. you didn't really have time to process what was going on. You just had to be there in that present moment doing whatever whatever it was so I think probably the reflection period and the writing was actually where I could I could recognize that I had certain fears about things and right and how I suppose how was I going to to push through that right right so did that help you to have more interest in your writing because I'm suspecting you were writing for quite some time, but you know, mm-hmm. here you have a new book, Making Waves, 
And it seems to question the status quo of many perceptions which society holds till today. Could you tell us a little bit about the book, the title you choose, and why you chose to write it? Yeah. So Making Waves is a collection of my poetry from the past two years. And it's an expression, really, of my thoughts at different points in my life and the reflection of the emotions that I've felt. And... I suppose writing it, it wasn't an expected thing. I never, I never went into it thinking I'm going to write poetry. It kind of fell, fell into my arms almost. And as I was realising that I did have opinions on things and I was passionate about different subjects, I would just write and it would come out in whatever way on the page. And then I ended up with loads of them <laughs> over the, over like. I suppose it was like a year and a half and I was writing pretty much every day. And yeah, I think I think it was just there was just something in me that changed and it was definitely when I was when I was documenting all of the all of the experiences that I was having and really being in that present moment. Mm. Well, that's it, where it creativity like a, a comes flow. from, right? Yeah, Isn't oh yeah, there 100%. something powerful about creativity that when you're yeah. in your real present moment, that's when the divine can work through you? There was yeah. something about your book which also gave a glimpse through your eyes of the turmoil of the hidden soul that is trying to make sense of a, you know, a kind of a challenging outer world. How was writing yeah. this book? How was writing the book when you got to the final page? How did that change you? And can you share or describe maybe the current yearning that is within your soul now? Yeah, so I think writing, it changed me because it allowed me a sense of freedom that I had so desperately wanted. And I think that's what my soul had wanted all through throughout school. Even though I was, I was very lucky to go to the school that I went to, I always, I think something always felt suppressed within me. There was always, there was, I suppose I felt like I wasn't good, the school stuff, I wasn't good at the exams, I wasn't, I wasn't really up there with a lot of my friends in terms of academics. And so I knew inside that I was, I was going to follow a different path and that my soul wanted to follow a different path. And I never thought it would be through writing that that I'd feel this sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it when I'm on the stage as well. It's like when I'm on the stage, when I'm writing, when I'm creating, my soul just feels so alive and it mm-hmm. feels free and it feels free of the judgment. And, and I know my, I place a lot of, of that judgment on, upon myself. But when I'm there, when I'm in the moment, again, when I'm in that present moment, just just being myself, it's like everything is removed. Beautiful. There's, there's, no, Beautiful. there's no one, there's nothing that can touch Beautiful. me. Beautiful. It feels like you're really speaking from the purest place of the soul that we all need to come from more and more. And I feel that if we can practice that more, we won't have the kind of a torture emotional torture that the world seems to be going through now and they could only Mm -hmm. see through pure eyes it'll be very different 
So, you know, thinking about the book, uh, you know, you weren't writing this book for an intended group of people. You were writing this book because it was the emergence of this narrative in your own being. But let's Mm -hmm. say, for example, who would be the individuals you think would be interested in a book like Making Waves? And is there anything that you hope your readers will take away from Making Waves? Well, I think I think it's for everybody, but I think especially those people who are ready to dig a little bit deeper and read between the lines. I, I think it, it's definitely for for those people, but also for my generation and the young creative people. I really want them to know that they don't have to follow a linear path in order to achieve what they want to do and it's okay to express yourself in any way that you want to you know like I find it difficult sometimes to speak on the spot about my opinions and what I think about different situations but give me a pen and I can I can write it for you you know we're all so different in our expressions and I want people to know that that's okay you can express yourself however however you want to you don't have to follow a linear path I want making waves to be a symbol for that. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, has your writing evolved since you started? You, of course it has to, right? Because you're oh, going yeah. through so many different... <laughs> yeah, and in what way would you say it has evolved? Like mm-hmm. I would say that now for me when I do meditations, it's more, um, I think it's coming from a deeper place and I speak less words. Yeah. So then, like, I'm showing, I'm seeing that within myself. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's evolved in a lot of different ways. You know, I've gone through a lot of, I've gone through a lot of different styles. I've been inspired by a lot of different people and a lot of different things. I've been taken on a crazy journey, really, uh, with it. But I think, I think my writing, really, is just, it's a mirror of me. And as I move through life, it moves with me. It's, it's ever-changing, and that's how I think it, it always will be. I mean, I went through a phase, a lot, a lot of the poems in Making Books, uh, wait, making, making Books, Making Waves, uh, are very lyrical, and that's, that's something that I really wanted to do at the time. I really wanted, I really, I really liked that rhythm, and um, it fit with what I was trying to say. It was, it was almost, a lot of the poems are very are me trying to speak out, whereas now mm. when I'm writing, uh, yes, I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah, it changes, yeah. changes with me. I get that. Yeah, it's getting more real for you too, right? Natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's powerful. So before we close, you've got to read us one of your special <laughs> short poems because that's the magic. And I know you're going to create more of a wave. Do you have one in mind? Yeah, I think I will. I'll read the first one from the book. It's um, it's a very personal and powerful one for me. So I think I'll do that one. Mhm. I sit here in silence, with no thoughts in my head, seeing a poem which only lays dead, because of the fear, the struggle, the pain to allow anyone to even know my name. And the persona I choose lies close to my heart as a way to protect the fire destined to start, the fire that burns every bridge in my soul, sealing the approval of my ultimate goal, freedom. 
to ride on the waves painted black with choices so endless you never look back. I see the elements as they live within me and the mother as she returns and continues to be my greatest teacher in times such as these when life becomes a little more than a breeze. But to all my mothers, as we continue to grow, I ask for your guidance in this world down below to ignite the flames, the passion, the power to rise within me, the great purple flower. There is no way I could do this show without you reading one of your jewels. Did you see how powerful <laughs> that was, everyone? I mean, you're such a talent and a natural oh. one. And I want to thank you for um, taking the time to join us on air and sharing so sincerely and so purely oh. your journey. Well, Are there any you. final words that you'd like to share? And you've got to leave us with a website that individuals can find out more about the oh, book yeah, and about your travels. Mm-hmm. I think I'd, I just want to say, I want to say thank you and thank you to everyone who has listened. And I just want to say that never give up on what's inside of your heart because it's there for a reason. Mm, and beautiful. Yeah. It's important to follow it. it. Well, I can't wait to see you getting your uh, Emmys and all of your, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, Oscar awards and all this stuff, and I'll just be like, oh, I knew her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, leave us with a website where we can get information about you. Yes. Um, my website is www.emmajsykes.co.uk, and everything is on there. Sounds perfect. You are an angel, and thank you so much for doing what you're doing and to be continued. (laughs) You're welcome. Give my love to Mom. I will do. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Bye. So I'm sure all of you felt that. I mean, that poem just opens you up, right? And that's what Emma offers. There's just something about, I think it's the purity of her spirit. It's the innocence, but the genuinity of her being is, I think, the magic of her words. So for more information, go to Emma J. Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S dot C-O dot U-K and get a copy of her book, Making Waves. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. I'm going to end the show with Ricky Cage. Here's Love Divine. Take care, everyone.
I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.